Welcome to the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. If you are a teacher or administrator looking to change careers, you are in the right place. There can be many reasons an educator is ready to leave the classroom. Boredom, burnout, pressure from parents and administrators, the list goes on and on. If you are ready to move on from teaching, there are many roles in which you can use your teacher skill set to have a positive social impact and set yourself up for a fulfilling and rewarding career. Now, let's meet your host, Carrie Conover. Carrie is a veteran educator and EdTech corporate leader turned founder and CEO. So grab your notepad because your new journey outside the classroom starts right now. Hey friends, it's Carrie Conover back with yet again another success story. Speaking of success stories, I've got one I need to tell you about before we start today's interview. The Classroom to Boardroom community launched on March 1st with wild success. I've been dreaming of opening a teacher transition community for months and it is officially open. I wanted to create a community where transitioning teachers can come together and learn from one another, learn from me, and learn from special guests that come into the community. You need to check it out at carryconover.com. I made it so it's super affordable. It's $20 per month, and we are having so much fun. So go check that out at carryconover.com. Of course, you can also find the information for my course, Classroom to Boardroom, there, as well as our blog and this podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Abby Prouty was a business development representative at Discovery Education and recently took a new job as an associate manager of education partnerships. But before that, she was a teacher that went through the classroom to boardroom course and program. Abby, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. You know, we have such a good start to our, I'm just going to call it a a friendship love story. Can we just tell it? Like, I didn't, I didn't prep you to tell this story, but shall we just tell the audience how we met? I'm going to let you do it. You tell it. Okay, sure. Yes. Yes. Where the magic started. Um, I was in a Starbucks and I did not have a charger for my laptop. And so I casually asked this nice young woman sitting next to me if I could borrow her charger, which was Carrie Conover. And then we got to chatting. I was going through a lot of transition in that time um, of my life and Carrie could relate. And so, you know, it was a meet cute at Starbucks. Yes. And it was, it was one of those things where we were like facing each other at one of those big tables. Mm -hmm. And, And as soon as you plugged my charger into your computer, the magic happened. Yep. yep. <laughs> the rest is history. Yes, exactly. Well, it was interesting because you were teaching at the time and I was working for eSpark Learning. So I had transitioned out of the classroom and we just started, um, I think you had had the day off. It was like not a non-teacher day and you were there working mm-hmm. and I was working on eSpark related stuff and we just started chatting. Mm-hmm. You told me you were a teacher. I started te- talking to you about eSpark. And the next thing you know, you're at my house for like a barbecue and yeah. we've stayed in touch um, ever since. So yeah. um, why don't you, before we tell the story of you getting into the classroom to boardroom, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? 
Sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, my name is Abby. I live in the suburbs of Chicago. I have a 10-year-old, a 2-year-old, and then two stepsons, 22 and 19. So we live a very exciting spectrum of a life, right? We have diapers and we have um, fake IDs probably somewhere in our house. We don't know. <laughs> so, you know, just keeping everything interesting. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. And I, I had the chance to meet your two-year-old. Uh, we live near each other at our, the place we work out. And uh, I like her. She's a future boss. She's probably going to take over both our jobs one day. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So she is the youngest. She has three older brothers and she is the boss of our whole house. They all listen to her. And then I don't know why. Yeah. She's, she's a powerful two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Well, I know why, because she has you as a role model and oh, you, you were a teacher for how long did you teach? Yeah. So I taught for 15 years. I was in kindergarten, English language learning, reading resource. And then I finished my 15 years in first grade. And actually when Carrie and I first met, um, she was like, listen, everything you're going through, you need to come out of the classroom. I think you'd do so great. And I was going through a divorce at the time and was a single mom. So I could not make that transition. Um, and then how long was that Carrie? It took maybe, I think Jack was two, nine, maybe seven years later. um, I was still in touch with Carrie and, and here we are today. Yeah. Because I was telling you like, oh, you could do this, you could do that. And you weren't quite ready. And then the time came and I had just built classroom to boardroom. So you went through the course yeah, and you got your first job at where I used to work discovery education as a business development representative. And you, um, a BDR basically is an entry level position on a sales team where you're out there hunting and looking for opportunities for a sales team. And you recently switched into a different role at right at school as an associate manager of education partnerships. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do in that role and right at school? Sure. Yes, absolutely. So right at school is a before school and after school program provider. Coincidentally, they were in the district I taught in and in the school that I taught in more specifically. So I was familiar with right at school before working for them. Um, Uh, This role was kind of created by my wonderful boss, Emily Keith, and so it was kind of her vision. Um, Kate, who is my coworker, who is amazing, Kate Vincent, had kind of designed the role with Emily as she was hired, and I'm just following their lead. And honestly, we have our hand in everything, which is fascinating to me. Um, We help with marketing. We're doing conferences. Um, we're helping with sales and and starting the programs. We're helping with um, RFPs and pro formas. Um, it's really just been a wonderful experience. Now, I have to pause for one second and say this yeah. is how small the world is because yeah. Emily, your boss, and I used to teach together in Chicago public schools. And we also used to work together. So, I mean, it is just such a small world when I say it's a small world in that ed tech space. It really is. Emily's actually going to be a guest in our community um, coming up here in the next few months. So that's one of the things I love about this new community is that I get to bring in all of my ed tech friends and ed tech leaders to share just about their careers in the community. So keep your eye out for her to be a special guest. Let's get back to you though, Abby, tell us about the moment when you started to realize you wanted to do something other than teaching. Yeah. So, um, you know, personal story aside, it's, it's 
scary to be a parent or to have other people relying on you. And then a little more, you know, unstable or nerve wracking to be a single mom. And so I really wanted to kind of, I knew I had another level, another gear, and I wanted some more financial freedom, but that was a really hard risk for me to take um, with my son being so young. Um, And so I was fortunate to get remarried. Uh, My husband is wonderful, so supportive, and he's like, you've been wanting to do this for a long time. Let's just make the leap. And and to anyone out there that's on the fence, I wish I did it sooner. Um, I think... It was, it's just been so great. I love teaching. I always say, I don't know that I won't go back. I actually was at a conference with my former superintendent and he was like, well, if you ever want to come back, just give me a call. So, you know, that felt good that there were no hard feelings on either party's end. Um, But I really have just loved this other side of, of education. You remind me so much of myself when you were in the classroom, it's like you gave it your all. It was your heart and soul. You gave it everything. And then when you left and you transitioned out, you gave that new thing your all. Um, And I think that's what's made you so successful in your new positions is that you're an all-in kind of person. Um, And so do you feel any guilt about leaving or have you been able to just kind of let that go? Um, I do feel guilt, absolutely. I was in a low-income school, Um, I, I think about those students all the time, you know, programs that I had started or set up, um, I hope are still running, but I, it's, the world is so big. I'm not the only caring teacher out there. Right. Um, and whoever took my job, I'm sure is just as great, just as caring. It was just time for me and my family to try something new. And, and it doesn't mean I won't go back there. Maybe I will. Um, but I think the guilt just is what it is. It's something that I'm not trying to get over. I just know, you know, it's sad. It's sad to see how some kids live their lives when you know they deserve the world, right? So, um, just knowing that's out there all the time, whether I was in the classroom or not, I think is a good way to be mindful and then just find other ways that you can give back even outside of the classroom. Yeah. So how did you make the transition from going from teacher to getting that first job? Yeah, yeah. Well, talk about full circle, Carrie. You were working for Discovery Education when we met at Starbucks, and you were like, actually, I think we're hiring. So you were trying to hire me um, way back in the day. I was destined. I was destined for a Discovery Education step. Yeah, we don't know. Um, So it it was hard. Um, The pandemic was very difficult on families, students, admin, teachers. Um, Coming out of that, I thought it was a really unique experience. I had a baby during the pandemic and I pushed my maternity leave so I could still um, continue teaching during the pandemic and then delayed my maternity leave till later. And it, it was really a pivotal time in, in history. And it was really neat to be a part of that. Um, With that said, when when I came out the other side, I, like you said, I did commit so much of my time and, and effort into whatever I'm doing. I just kind of thought, well, what else could I do with all this effort? Um, it's been very helpful to work from home and not have a commute and have that flexibility where I can take my kids to the orthodontist or the dentist, um, and not have to write sub plans for a whole day. So that has been really helpful for our family. 
So looking back on this transition and your career so far, how do you think you've grown or changed the most professionally? Yeah, that's a great question. So I joke that, um, you know, I'm a newborn in the quote unquote real world. Um, so I, right. You know, you're like when, when the baby's new, you're like, oh, they're six months old. So it's like, how, how long have you been out of the classroom? I haven't even been out a full year yet. Um, and actually just last week, my husband and I, when we were starting this change, we're like, okay, we're going to go to dinner. Um, and we're going to write down all the things we hope this change brings to our family and we'll open it up a year from now. And that was actually last week and we just opened it up and, um, it's just changed so much my, myself, uh, our family and how our family dynamic is and the flexibility, um, myself as an employee, I've learned so much. It's fascinating to see this other side of education. I only saw the classroom side. Um, and again, I think what eases my guilt is that I've seen so many wonderful, dedicated educational professionals that are out there, right? I've met so many through both my job at DE and now at right at school. What's the biggest difference between your job at DE and the job you're doing now at right at school? Yeah. So discovery education, um, is a wonderful company, an amazing product. It's bigger. So I maybe more had, I had more of a, 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 what am I trying to say? A detail oriented job, like definitely tasks were given to me, um, right at school as a smaller company. And so I kind of get the freedom to be like, Hey, could I try to do, you know, that email campaign or can I um, help with that brand awareness and things like that? Um, I kind of get to experience different sides of a company at at this at right at school. So that's been wonderful. Well, and and we talked about this a little bit pre-recording that one of the things I'm so grateful for is that I got to be part of a startup in which I got a lot of breath. Like I got to be part of lots of different teams. My hands were in lots of different projects. And then I got to be part of a bigger company like DE where my job was very defined and very deep. It went very deep in that job. And and you are having a similar experience now as well. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm loving seeing the side of marketing um, and finance. And you know, when you leave the classroom, you kind of already feel like you're uh, behind the, you're like at the back of the pack in a race, right? And so yeah. you're like, um, eeny, meeny, miny, sales. I want to do sales. Um, and it's just been so nice to work at right at school and see all the other areas. And yes, I think I did pick a great choice and a fit for myself personally, but I've loved seeing the marketing. I've loved seeing um, the contract side, the um request for proposals side, um, all of that stuff has been fascinating. What are some of the soft skills that you have really had to have to work in your roles outside of the classroom? Yeah. Um, well, I think one great thing you do carry in classroom to boardroom is definitely make teachers realize the skills that they do have that can translate into a job outside of the classroom, right? So, a lot of management skills, time management skills. I'm very detail-oriented. Part of my job is kind of people are offloading, you know, 
their brain into mine. Um, so, you know, when's the last time we've talked with that person? What's our last touch point? Have they responded to our email? And it's my job to know all of that stuff um, and kind of help them through their deals to close. Um, as far as soft skills, people, right? Uh, we definitely have to be able to relate to people, uh, start con conversations, lead meetings, um, and really just be curious, which a lot of teachers are. As educators, you're curious. Right now, we teach kids, ask questions, ask the why, ask the why. Um, and I feel like that has been the biggest help on the other side of the classroom is I, I am not afraid to ask questions and really learn the why behind what I'm doing. Awesome. And those soft skills, you know, are important, but definitely the hard skills are important. So what are some of those hard skills that you really use in your role? Yeah. So I know, I forget which module it was. You had people take, what was the course for Salesforce? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Trailhead. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. That's huge. Um, that's huge. Being very familiar with Google or Microsoft products. Um, and honestly, you can learn a lot of that on the side. I still am not as great with Excel as I should be. Um, but knowing all of those kinds of products is very, very helpful and marketable. Yeah. And really being comfortable working with data. Yeah. Yes. Um, being able to look at a data set and draw conclusions from that. Uh, is key. I know we did a really good activity in classroom to boardroom in one of our coaching calls. We're getting ready to do that again this month where we just take a book of business and think about segmenting it and how we look at our customers. And it's just a different mindset than you're used to using uh, in the classroom, but similar to the data, you know, mining that you do in your own classroom. So yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about the course? You brought it up a couple of times, but how did, you know, the classroom to boardroom course really help you in your transition? Yeah. So it was really, it's a daunting change. Um, I'm sure like a lot of people that come to your classroom to boardroom, I wanted to be a teacher from the time I was, you know, six years old on. So part of me was like, why am I making this change now? Do I want to make this change now? I still love teaching. Um, and so the classroom to boardroom was kind of a bridge for my final decision. I, I was like, all right, I'm just going to take this. I'm going to see where this goes. And then it just kept going. Um, and I did like everything I was learning. Um, I was offered a wonderful opportunity at Discovery Education and it was one of those, okay, we need to act now. Um, ideally, I would have loved to finish my school year, but they needed me to leave towards the end of the school year. And I'm so glad I did. I learned so much at Discovery Education. Those listeners out there, uh, they've acquired mystery science. Mystery science is the best thing to elementary education since Velcro shoes. It's just <laughs> the greatest. It's the greatest. So I really you know, trusting the process, no, trusting yourself and your gut, and you'll know when it's right to go and maybe when it's right to come back. We don't know. I think if I'm not wrong, the founder of eSpark, where I mm -hmm. worked, and the mm -hmm. founder of Mystery, Mystery Science are working on a new project together. Oh, that is very cool. I Isn't mean, cool? I think yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. Um, My son was so mad when I left because he oh. could tell all his friends he his mom works with mystery Doug. Um, yeah, but no longer, no longer. 
Oh, well, at least you got that period where he could, he had his friend. Yeah, that's street cred. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, that actually, this is totally random, but when I was a little girl, my mom worked for social security administration her whole life. Mm-hmm. But when I was kinder- in kindergarten, um, I told my best friend that my mom worked for social security and she went home and told my mom, told her mom that my mom was a police officer because she oh. worked for security. <laughs> oh that's so good all right let's wrap this up with any advice you have for teachers who are looking to transition into a role at an education company okay yes i i think that you are on the right track listening to a classroom to boardroom podcast i think that carrie has done the work and has been that teacher that has transitioned, excuse me, successfully out of the classroom, following that classroom to boardroom pacing and, and getting as much knowledge as you can from her experience has been so helpful. I think one huge piece of advice that Carrie gave to me when I was leaving was it's a small world, the, the ed tech world or education just in general. And to remember that always, you know, lead with your best self. Um, Know that we're all learners, either inside the classroom or outside the classroom, and we're all just trying to do our best for students, right? Well, Abby, I'm very proud of you. I'm very, very proud of the fact that we met at that Starbucks. (laughs) And we just started talking that day and look how intertwined our lives have been. And now I just run into you all over the place and I'm glad I get to meet your kids and you bump into my kids. So uh, I feel like it was meant to be for us to become friends, but um, thank you for sharing with the audience today. And I look forward to just watching your career grow and blossom over all these years. Thanks. Thanks so much, Carrie. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Classroom to Boardroom podcast.